This week on Inside Motorsport, we wrap up Rally Australia and the WRC Championship. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, Chris Nixon joins us on the line and uh, another thrilling event up there on the Coffs Coast. And uh, it was interesting to hear the comments of the Tourism Minister of New South Wales saying how uh, well supported they are of this event and how they're looking to continue on their involvement. Well, the, the support of the New South Wales Government through its uh, tourism and major event agency destination New South Wales is essential for the conduct of the event. And, uh, uh, the government has been behind it ever since Rally Australia came to New South Wales in 2009, Craig. Um, they are still there, and the event uh, definitely this year, more than any others, returned a, a tremendous result for the region. Well, here is Tourism Minister Adam Marshall. It's massive for Coffs Harbour, but massive for our state. You know, at any event where you can get 84-odd thousand people turning up over a few days, spending their money, having a great time, uh, is fantastic for the local economy. And we're really, really proud to have that continuing relationship and have a successful event every single year. <laughs> Not to put aside that no doubt a lot of people were there to see what was coming down to the wire in the WRC chase. Oh, an absolute gift for the event. Um, we can't necessarily hope to have this every year, but we, uh, we're we back on the same weekend in 2019, and it's, you know, we still sure hope for that. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, a wonderful uh, a, a, a wonderful gift to us. Uh, the, 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 the interest around this event was enormous, not only from the people who are on the ground here, and they came from everywhere, the spectators, and uh, also uh, media. I think we had... Like 350 media or more from 20 countries this year, which is just a uh, an, an incredible number. I should add, by the way, that a heck of a lot of them were Estonians. That old Tanak um, has a huge following wherever he goes, and uh, there were quite a few Estonian tourists and Estonian media here over this past weekend to, to seek his fortunes. Ultimately, of course, he didn't uh, he didn't triumph. He had a, a mishap on on Sunday morning and uh, wasn't able to, uh, to take the challenge up to uh, Sebastian Ozier or Thierry Neville. And, of course, subsequently Neville also went out, um, picked the back end off his uh, Sunday, and Sebastian Ozier was able to cruise to his sixth straight world championship, and Yari Matilatolo was able to resume the lead that he had basically given to Oitak uh, the previous day, um, in recognition of Tanak's push for the championship. And um, that fellow was able to cruise to uh, his first win himself in Sweden last year. So it was a great result all around. Second position went to, to Hayden Patton, a Hyundai driver from New Zealand, and third to Mads Eisberg and a Citroen. Now, so it was good all around. I mean, I, I, I think that, uh, that Ozier thoroughly deserved his sixth title. He's been... An amazing competitor, so dogged um, and so skillful. And at the same time, it was great to see Wackler, who's been very deserving of victory for a long time, and he's had some, quite frankly, just bad luck um, getting his way of a, of a few almost certain victories that he should have had. Hayden Patton is 
hanging out for news about what, where he will drive in 2019. He still doesn't know whether he's going to be back at Hyundai or whether he might And likewise, Matt Osbank, who has put in a good performance in the second half of the year for Citroen um, after the departure of Chris Vick, but um, still doesn't know where he's going either. So... I thought it was a great result all round, Craig. Mm. Well, Sebastian Auger spoke to WRC Radio following his victory and, of course, as you said, the six on the trot. I, you can't explain this feeling. It's just amazing. It's like all a season where we fight so hard and everything is coming now and celebrating with the team. That's great. Yes, uh, six on the trot. I mean, uh, there's not too many guys that have done that. We really need to point out in, in four-wheel motorsport or in the... Uh, in the various FIA World Championships that are conducted, um, we have now Ogier on uh, six championships, and uh, he's, you know, there's, there's nothing to say he won't get a seven. You have Sebastian Loeb, who is absolutely catchable, mm-hmm. on nine World Rally Championships, and then in the middle of that, you have uh, Michael Schumacher, um, who's got seven F1 championships. So, you know, the rally boys are, are, are right up there. And, um, you know, on the, on, the, on the weekend, we had Sebastian Ozier locking up his uh, sixth world championship. A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Lewis Hamilton knocking up nearly his fifth world championship. Mm. It's amazing time. And, I, and, I, and I'd, I'd like to argue which was the more difficult to achieve, and I would, I would, I would give the points there to uh, Sebastian Ozier. Yeah. Well... Thierry Neville, as we would say it in well, Neville in English, but Newell in uh, French, I think, is the correct pronunciation. He was uh, quite diplomatic on Monday at the WRC Awards when he spoke about his year. Uh, really good feeling come after the rally to the, to the car here in Sydney. I mean, when you had a championship for the, for the manufacturers and, and the you know, ending the season with a victory, it couldn't be really better. It's great now we are all together here, quite a, a big group of people from our team and also the people from the other team. So it's actually nice to um, come together and, and go go a little bit through the season and things, you know, what has happened. Yes, he's got a contract for 2019 and um, there's a guy who is going to be really, really determined to win. Like, he was equally capable as, as Ogier of winning this year. But somehow or other, uh, the Hyundai team just didn't seem to have the the consistency. There's no question they had the speed. And on many occasions this year, everybody agreed that, that the Hyundais were the faster cars. Um, but uh, somehow between uh, Neville and uh, the other regular full-time driver, Andreas Mickelson, and the two part-timers, Hayden Patton and Danny Sordo, as a team, they just didn't quite get it together. Um, and so Newville would be disappointed, frustrated, philosophical probably, but uh, very determined that, that they're going to come back next year, I reckon, and, um, and uh, finally do it in their, in their fifth year in the championship. Now, if you compare that to Toyota, which is only in its second year and wrapped up the manufacturer's championship on Sunday, yep. thanks to Yari Matty Love for the winning. I'm so happy now that we managed to come back uh, at the end of the year. You know, we been fighting for the good results and then winning in the final race of the of the of the year and, and confirming the manufacturer title at the same time. It's an amazing feeling. You know, uh, Toyota really came out of the box firing um, uh, last year under the direction of Tommy Mackin, himself a full-time world champion before he retired and set up a rally team. Um, 
But this year they have really shown some fantastic pace, especially in the hands of uh, Oit Tannock, who came from nowhere in the second half of the season. And uh, Basically, uh, for the last six rounds of the season, um, which off the top of my head would be uh, Finland, Germany, Turkey, GB, Spain and Australia, Tannock has won three of those and has led the others, has led all the others on, on, on Saturday at the halfway point of the rally. And so um, that just proves to me that he's had incredible speed this year and that they really have got those Toyotas working well. Um, next year, Toyota will have a, uh, a super team, I think, because they'll have Yari Matilapala, who's still blindingly fast, even though he's perhaps now one of the one of the most senior guys in the, uh, in the championship. They're, uh, they're still going to have Oit Tanak, who is probably the fastest driver. And they're going to have Chris Meek, who's got fun from Citroën. Um, many people say unjustly. Uh, there is an, absolutely no question that, 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 that Meek is also a super-fast driver. So Citroën has got a mega... Uh, Toyota has got a mega team next year of drivers, I think. Uh, likewise, Citroën has hired Sebastian Ogier at Lord knows uh, how much money... And Esapekalapi, who's a very fast rising star for Toyota, a British driver, and they're going to be forming a super team as well. Uh, Hyundai, well established with Mickelson and with uh, Thierry Neville, and um, presumably another another driver or two in shared roles there to help them with the manufacturer title. And we all wait to hear what um, M Sport Ford and Malcolm Wilkinson are going to do this year. Um, it looks like the cupboard's a little bit bare. You know, uh, he's lost Ogier after two years. He's not a Citroen. Um, Meek's been gobbled up. Lapa's not available. Uh, Lappy's uh, been taken by Citroen. So, uh, without any disrespect to the other guys, it looks like M-Sport might, um, you know, might be left with, with a second-tier bunch of drivers. But we'll see. Mm, indeed. And, of course, Eli Evans wrapped up the uh, Rally Australia Championship in what also came down to the uh, last day of the last leg. Uh, relieved. Um, I tried to jeopardise my chances so many times this weekend. I, I came here and by finishing we would have won, but it wasn't enough. I wanted to go as fast as I could and we got caught out on the jump on day one and all of a sudden it was game on for the championship and you know a couple of other guys had some dramas. Harry was um, extremely un unlucky I guess with the engine issues which put him out and then it came down to Steve and I on the last day um, and it was basically um, if someone didn't finish the other person won so um, it was challenging and the rain, the, we had heavy rain, we had mud, we had jumps, we had dips, all sorts of things to contend with and the, the Skoda it, came through today so couldn't be happier yeah yeah it wasn't without uh it wasn't without a lot of tension a lot of effort there wasn't i mean eli uh eli wasn't looking too good when uh when early in the rally he landed over just busted his radiator and um you know that uh, that put harry bates into the lead and, and harry was looking like a very strong chance for his first australian rally championship which would have looked pretty nice on the on the mantelpiece beside his father's ball um, but it wasn't to be either, and Harry uh, Harry lost his engine late on uh, on Saturday, just when he thought it was uh, thought it might have been in the bag, perhaps. But uh, can you imagine the celebrations that would have occurred with um, with Latvala winning the uh, the WRC ground, uh, Toyota winning the World Manufacturers Championship as they did, 
and uh, Harry winning the ARC. It would have been it would have been a mega party last night. It didn't quite come off. No. Eli uh, Eli recovered. He was also helped by the fact that uh, that Molly Taylor had a big shunt on Friday. He had a huge hay bale that was uh, positioned at the side of the road to protect cars that might run off and, and hit a uh, hit a tree stump or a tree. And uh, Molly was out in um, in spectacular fashion. That left. Uh, at that stage, Steve Glennie, Harry Bates and Eli Evans, and Eli had a problem. And then um, Harry had a problem. Steve Glennie led for a while, but then Eli Evans uh, fought back and won the championship. So just great stories all around. A rally is never over until it's over. Yeah, that is the truth. Uh, Chris Nixon, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you and look forward to seeing how uh, the 2019 season and particularly 2019 Rally Australia comes together over the course of the year. Craig, it's not too many weeks away. I think the, uh, the Rally Monte Carlo, which is the first round of the season, is on uh, is on about the third weekend of January. So we, we haven't got long to wait. And the four guys uh, on their way back to Europe now will be pretty much going straight into testing and um, uh, getting everything lined up. They go to the Autosport show in Birmingham in, um, in, in early January to officially launch the WRC season and then straight on to Monte Carlo. So there's no rest for those guys. Chris, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Craig. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.